about a very simple truth. I love simple truths because when it's simple, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and so whether you choose to apply the simple truth or not is down to you, but it's not that you're confused. It's not that you're gonna leave today going, I have no idea what she was saying. You'll be really, 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 really clear about what I was saying because it is a simple truth. And Jesus all the time took truths that could have been very complicated and very complex and he simplified them because he did not want to leave a place with people with more questions than with answers. He wanted to go to a place and say, look, this is the truth and the truth will set you free. This is what I'm all about. You're gonna hear many things from religious people. You're gonna hear many things from legalistic people. You're gonna hear many things from traditionalist people, but I want you to hear the truth from me, which is really simple. You know, actually following Christ is super simple. It really is. We might not always like that it's simple, because when it's simple, we know it's black or white. There's very few gray areas. And God wants us to be reminded on occasion of the simplicity of living a life like he's called us to live. And maybe this morning in the busyness of your life and in all of the stuff that is going on, maybe in the chaos of where you find yourself circumstantially today, maybe with all the voices that are giving you good advice or some advice at the moment, maybe with all of the stresses coming into the season of Christmas ahead. And by the way, my children wore to church this morning, Christmas sweaters. Somebody help me. They have already decided it's Christmas, whether I have said it's officially Christmas or not. They are fully proud wearing. My daughter's even got Christmas socks on. I'm like, okay, people, calm down. So maybe it's the season ahead that's already stressing you out. I don't know what it is, but this morning I'm here to remind you of a very simple truth something you all get to be part of. Today, the title of my message is I wanna to talk to you about the power of the pass. One down. Thank you, babe. The power of the past. What they just demonstrated is the power of the past. This is supposed to make a pass in order for it to make a play. And often in life, what happens is we are so focused on the touchdown. We are so focused on our life getting the ball in the net. We are so focused on our big moment. We're so focused on our breakthrough. We're so focused on our business deal. We're so focused on the achievement that we've set our sights on. We're so focused on the exam getting passed. We're so focused on finding the partner we're gonna marry. We're so focused on the child that we really want to have. And we're so locked in on a destination that we have forgotten before you get to the destination. There is a journey that is worth enjoying. There is some things worth doing. There are some passes worth making that actually the destination may be a focus point, but what about the power?
tour of your everyday life that is supposed to be being in play and making a pass to someone else. There is a power in the pass. There's no team that can make a touchdown without team members making a pass. There is no ball that can get in a net without a team making sure the ball gets down to the guy that's gonna put the ball in the net. There is no slam dunk without some passing from the other members of the team to get the ball into slam dunk. And I wonder when we do our life, whether we get our eyes on the wrong end result and therefore lose the joy of the result that can be yours every single day. Today, I want to remind you of a joy you can have every single day, that your life has passing power, that your life has a power locked up inside of it that does not need to wait for the one defining moment. Some of you are depressed because you are not yet at your one defining moment that you've decided is your success moment. Some of you are disappointed because you've not had the graduation slam dunk moment that you've said you need to be successful. Some of you are trying to attain something to impress people in your world that said you would never attain that. And I wanna take the pressure off you today and give you back some joy and say, actually, if you would learn to live how Jesus lived, every day you would find there was something to celebrate, something to enjoy, and something to say that was an amazing, an amazing day. There is the power of the past available to us all every day, and without passing, there is no progress. There's only waiting. But when you're passing, there's always momentum. When you're passing on, there's always something that is being handed on. When you're passing, there is always something that is extending the grace that is in your life and in my life. And we need to remember the power of the past. The story of the Good Samaritan is one that we all are familiar with. And if you have not read Bible stories, it simply is a story of a guy that is at the side of a road. And is at the side of the road in need. There are many people that pass by. You know, passing power means we have to stop passing by. When you pass by, you say, I'm not gonna get involved in this. I'm not gonna engage in this. I don't have time for this. And there was those that passed by. They literally crossed the other side of the road to say, it's nothing to do with me. And we have a society right now that is more divided than ever because everybody's choosing who they will stop for and who they won't. Instead of saying, if you're hurt, I have something that can help. Instead of saying, no matter where you come from, I have something to pass on. We have a world divided saying, I won't stop for you unless you're in my group, unless you believe in my politics, unless you come from my side of the world. And we have to, as the church, begin to model something that the Good Samaritan modeled, which is you don't pass by. You are passing power, which means the way that you pass has to change. I wanna take you to the life of Jesus this morning, who lived his life this whole way. Jesus never passed by anything. Jesus passed a lot of places. He passed a lot of people, but he passed with an intention that when he was passing through somewhere, he had an intention in his heart that I won't go past this place without making a difference. I won't be in this vicinity without this vicinity knowing good news came to town. I won't be in this location without someone being helped and being better because I was in the same location as them. Jesus lived his life 
where he understood that my life, though it has an end mission, has passing power on the way to the end mission, and so does yours, and so does mine. There are many stories I could turn to to illustrate this from the life of Jesus, but one I want to settle on this morning because it says it in such a short little chapter, but it says it so well, is the story that many of us know well found in Luke 19, the story of Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus is often the key figure in this story. We focus on the short guy up the tree. But instead, I want to, for the next few moments, focus on Jesus and how he handled that interaction. Because without Jesus, there would be no Zacchaeus. Without Jesus actually having the time and the space to look up into a tree, we would not even know there was a guy in the tree. It was Jesus' passing power that made Zacchaeus' story possible. And it's your passing power that is gonna make other people's story possible. It's not all down to Jesus, it's down to Jesus within you and I being willing to make some stops. And you might say, well, Charlotte, I know this. Well, my question is, well, then are you living this? Because if we're all living this, our lives look very, very different. And some of you are experts at it, but some of you have got weary in it. And some of you have forgotten the incredible gift that your life is. And so I want to look at Zacchaeus' life and Jesus' life in Luke 19. There's three parts I want to highlight, three points I want to leave with you this morning as you think about your life this way. So in Luke 19, let me read the first section and make the first point. It says this, Jesus entered Jericho. Now he entered Jericho, which was not his final destination, okay? Jesus was not stopping in Jericho. Jesus at this point in time was actually on his way to Jerusalem. Jesus was heading towards the cross. Jesus was locked on to the mission that he was on the earth for. Jesus knew that there was a great cost ahead. Jesus knew there was a massive ask from his life. And so Jesus had his end coordinates of where he needed to be and when he needed to be. Just like you might have your life locked onto a place you want to go or something you want to do. But Jesus, knowing that, knowing the cross was ahead, knowing he needed to get to Jerusalem, finds that he has to go via Jericho. And I love this next line, and this is a point I'm gonna highlight in a moment. It says, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. Turn to the person next to you and say, passing through. Passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. I wanna first of all talk to you about passing through. Our lives are called to be planted. And the reason why they're called to be planted is because from that place of planting, you need all of the resources you need all of the strength, you need all of the encouragement, you need all of the wisdom, you need all of that circle of community around you because God knows that even though you are planted, your life is called to passing through. Think of it this way. 
I have passed through school. I didn't stay there permanently. At, at some point, I have to leave school. You can't say, well, I'm 35, I don't wanna leave this. No, no, your time here is done. I passed through school. I passed through university. I was planted in this local church the entire time, but my life was passing through lots of different places. I have lived in, I think, four houses. We lived in four? We moved four times? Yes, with you. <laughs> Who else would I live with? Four times we have moved, which means we have passed through four different neighborhoods. We were there for a season. We raised our family there for a season. We did the school run from there for a season. We knew the neighbors in that area for a season. We passed through. We were still in the same city, but our location as our postal address changed, and therefore I wasn't there permanently. Some of you have been in a job that was good for a while, but now you're in another job. So at the last place of employment, guess what? You were passing through. Some of you were in a friendship, and that friendship changed because they moved away or seasons changed or circumstances changed. But while you were in that friendship, guess what you were doing? You were passing through. In fact, if we were to look at our lives in a picture of eternity, we could say that every day, really, we are passing through. This is not our end destination. So we are passing through this earth. There is a passing through. And I want to make you aware that your life right now is in a pass. You right now are that ball in a pass in some area of your life. And so I wonder if in your passing through, you like Jesus are aware of the people that you are passing through alongside. I wonder if like Jesus, you have an awareness on you or whether you are so focused on the end destination, you just see this as an inconvenience. You just see student life as something you just gotta got it out and get through. Instead of saying, I am passing through a place of influence. I might be sat next to a world changer. I am with students that I may never see again, but in this window of time, I get to have my life pass through their life and I'm gonna make sure that they know I was here. Hello. How many of you know we had Bob Goff with us last weekend, right? But how many of you know Bob didn't just show up? He didn't pass by. He has this ability to pass through. It's like his stories and the way that he lives his life and the way that he's larger than life. You know Bob was in the room. You can't be in the room and not know Bob's in the room. Am I right? You know he's in the room somewhere. Even if he didn't speak to you, you know he's in the room somewhere. Why? Because he has decided, even though I'm only here for 48 hours, I'm gonna make sure people know I am passing through. Do people know that you are passing through with good news? Do people know that you're passing through with hope? Do people know that you're passing through with kindness? Do people know that you're passing through the corridor where you work every single day with a smile on your face? Or do they just see you like another depressed person who hates the job, who's like, I can't wait to get out of here? No, Jesus had a big mission ahead, but he was deliberate in his passing through. He had passing power. He did not pass by, but instead he had an awareness that as I'm passing through Jericho, there is a guy up a tree that needs the power of the pass. He went via a town to make a passing power to a woman at the well. 
He would go through towns and he would pass through and he would touch the coffin of a widow's son knowing that that was our only living relative left and so he raised the boy back to life. She didn't even ask for a resurrection but he's like, hey, I'm passing through and I have resurrection power so why wouldn't I make a difference? He passed through and he didn't look at the leper and say, I have no time for you because I have to be over here to teach. He passed through and he said, I'll heal the leper. He passed through and he said, I'll deal with the possessed guy. He passed through and he said, I'll quiet down the child that's sick. He passed through and a woman with an issue of blood grabbed a hold of him as he's passing through and he stopped. Your life has passing power. Does your postman know your name? My postman knows everything about our family. Dave is our postman. He just passes through our neighborhood, but not our house, no. He has to come in, have coffee with Steve. They have to exchange phone numbers. They have to be best mates. Our butcher, our butcher, we know all of our butchers, Richard and all the guys in the butcher shop, we know because we don't just pass through. I would like to, if I'm being honest, can I just be honest for a moment, honest moment? I would like to just pass by some places. I'm like, Really, we have to hang in here with dead cows and dead pigs and sausages and really, I mean, it did get to the point on one occasion when we were going to the butchers and we were in a hurry. Well, I was in a hurry. And my husband was in there so long that the kids were groaning and moaning. So we went to sit in the car 45 minutes later. I did not have a good spirit. I said, what are you doing? He's like, well, I went in the back room with all the guys, because one of the guys has gangrene. So I lay my hands on the gangrene uh, in the butcher shop with the dead meat. I'm like, who are you? Steve Gamble does not pass by, he passes through. He passes through and I'm saying, you all have a butcher. You don't have to pray for their gangrene, but you know, you, you, you can say, this is my name and I'll be back next week. You all have a postman. And you don't have to shout at him or set the dog on him. You all have a teacher for your kids if your kids are in school. If you're in university, you all have a classmate. And I'm just asking you, do you realize there's power every day in your past? Every day you have power of past. Jesus was passing through on purpose. You pass through deliberately. You pass by deliberately also, but you pass through deliberately. When he passes through, he sees Zacchaeus up a tree. And now it goes to the next thing that Jesus is going to do when he passes through. And that is there's always gonna be a Passover. Jesus is like, I am passing through and I have something to pass over into the life of someone else. Every single one of you, please hear me today. You have something to pass over. Yeah, but I'm depressed, but you have something to pass over. Yeah, but I'm broke, but you have something to pass over. Yeah, but I feel it not included, but you have something to pass over. The enemy will tell you, you have nothing worth giving. It is a lie. You have something to pass over. Jesus lived his life. He lived his life just with this mindset of, there's something I have to pass over your life is a gift, it has something to pass over. And Jesus, he looks at Zacchaeus and he says, when he reached the spot, because he was passing through and he had the spot already in mind, he looked up. You can't look up if you're passing by. You look up when you're deliberately passing through. 
You scan the room in a morning. You look for the one that needs encouragement. You spot the one that looks down. You send a text to the friend that is on your heart because you're saying, I'm looking around. And he says, he looked up and he said to Zacchaeus, come down, I must stay at your house today. Why? Because I have something to pass over to you. I must have a conversation with you. I must get a coffee with you. I must send you an email because I have something to pass over to you. Let me put it this way. This is your life. It is beautiful. This life is a gift. The breath in your lungs today is a gift. You woke up, that's a gift. You're here, that's a gift. Your life is a gift. And the idea is not that you stick the gift under your own tree and admire it. The idea is that this gift has layers to it that will not awaken unless there is the power of the past. How many of you went to parties when you were a little kid? And remember the game, pass the parcel. Wanna play? This is your life. And if you can think of it this way, and if nothing else sticks with you but this point, let me demonstrate to you. We're gonna have pass the parcel in church this morning. And in a moment, when the music starts, think of it this way. God, the Holy Spirit, is the internal music that is always playing. And when you tune into the Holy Spirit, you hear the music, and it's never this. You think it was, looking at some Christians. It's always upbeat. When you tune into the Holy Spirit music, it's like when you play past the parcel. He'll just tell you, stop here. Let someone take a layer off. Let a word of encouragement drop out. Show someone some love. And then you'll just keep moving and then you'll be having coffee in the place where you work and you'll just stop here. Invite that person to come along on Tuesday. Let that person know you wanna switch emails so that you can encourage them. The Holy Spirit is the music that lets you know, now I'm gonna start the past the parcel but it is not gonna go person by person. That's boring and we'll never get it around the room, people. We can't be here all day. So you just have to pass, like literally, do a big pass. And when the music stops, whoever gets it, gets to take one layer off. Are you ready? Playing pass the parcel in church, how cool is this? Now you're glad you came. Okay, Barbara, rip and tear. One layer only, Barbara, one layer only. Come on, come on. There's stuff in there, people, there's stuff in there. It's good. Okay, Barbara, read us. You can stand up, Barbara, show us what you got. Ooh, 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 Barbara's excited. Okay, Barbara, read your, read your note out. Tell us what you got. Can you, and then what does the note say? Do you want her to read it? Do you need your glasses? She'll read it. And wonderfully made. Amen. Barbara has some chocolate in there. What else, Barbara? God sees you. God knows you. God loves you. Okay, so take your chocolate. Take your face packs. Face packs, I know. All right. She took a layer off. God sees you. God knows you. God loves you. 
Any one of you can take that layer off to anyone you work with, anytime, anyone you do life with, anytime. Okay, pass the parcel. Rip a layer off. Come on, rip and tear. What's wrong with you all? My kids would have this thing down. If I gave that to Noah, there'd be nothing left. There you go, okay, here you go, here you go. Okay, awesome. Okay, read out your tag. Okay. Your dear children are from God, God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. That's right. The one who is in you, sir. Sir, my friend there, look at me, who's got the package. The one who is in you is greater than one that's in the world. You are a conqueror. You are a mighty man of God. And in there is an Excel free place for you for Excel next year. So there you go. You were so strong. good. You were stronger than, than you realized. You, were, you have been designed for greatness. Yes, you have been designed for greatness. Pass the parcel. Rip and tear, rip and tear, rip and tear. Okay, what did you get, what did you get? Read your tag. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. You got free stuff, right? Yeah. Free coffee, free cake, free coffee shop vouchers. How many of you know, at any time, you can say to someone who looks stressed out, who looks weary, let me buy you a coffee. Like, tell me about a God I've met who restored my soul when yoga couldn't, when listening to calm music couldn't, when me kind of, you know, saying a mantra couldn't. He restored the deep part of me. God wants to restore the deep part. You getting the point? Your life is this parcel. I'm asking you, when was the last time you stopped so someone could take a layer off? I'm gonna hold it there. We've got other layers, which we'll let you do at the end of the service. But I wanna come back to the final point. Jesus passed over something to others. He never left anybody without passing something over. Our lives are all better because someone somewhere stopped and pass something over to you. You could, if I said to you, tell me someone that impacted your life, I guarantee it'd be someone that stopped and included you or, or extended kindness to you or, or did something for your child or mentioned something in passing that was like strength to your weary soul. When did we forget? When would we become so busy that we stopped our life passing over? And if you pass over your life, here's the cool thing. And here's the thing that you have to also watch. Because when you pass over, what you pass over gets passed on. See, Jesus knew this stop is going to influence way more people than one man. 
Because Zacchaeus, as soon as he felt the freedom pass over, the forgiveness pass over, Zacchaeus says, hey, I'm gonna give back everything I owe. I have been dishonest, but I wanna live honest. I've stolen from people, but I wanna pay back those I've stolen from. All of a sudden, Zacchaeus is so impacted because someone stopped and passed over to him that now he wants to change his life so that his life now passes on. The woman at the well, when she had passed over to her forgiveness, she said, I need to go tell others now about Jesus and pass on to others the story of how he saved my soul. When the lepers went back to their town and said, look what hole, what were they doing? They were passing on what had been passed over. The idea is that we pass through our lives with our eyes open, passing over every chance we get, a layer of what we have been given. And we have so many layers, so many words, so many actions we can do. And the idea is when those actions find those people, that their lives then get to go to another level. Zacchaeus was hidden in a tree because he was not a popular guy. Zacchaeus did not have a big circle of friends. But after Jesus, Zacchaeus went back to his own community, a different man. And when Zacchaeus received what he received from Jesus, and this is what we need to be aware of. In the last few moments, as he's about to receive what he's about to receive from Jesus, it says the crowd begin to speak up and begin to shout down Jesus and begin to say, you can't associate with that sinner. Why? Because every time you try and pass, just know there will be pass interference. Every time. The enemy gets busy every time. When you invite someone to church, right before the morning of church, someone gets sick, a car tire blows, something happens, a crisis happens. Why? Because the enemy gets busiest when the pass is about to happen. Because he knows once the ball is in their hands, it's gonna pass on. So he gets busy with pass interference right at the moment. And he tries to intercept the pass that God wants to do. So don't be discouraged when that stuff happens. Instead, be encouraged. Because the enemy knows what you're about to do is significant. He knows what you're about to say has meaning way beyond that moment. And as we get ready, church, to head into a Christmas season, I want to remind you that your life has passing power. I want to remind you that every single one of you walk through communities every day where you can pass on the good news of the gospel. And this year as a church, we have thought long and hard about our Christmas program. And we have put all of our efforts into pulling together what we are named the Christmas Spectacular. We're not gonna have Sunday services on that morning. We're gonna have a spectacular on the morning, the afternoon, and the evening. Because this is what we're trying to say to you. Your life has passing power. So we want you to get involved in the power of the pass. People this Christmas don't need more stuff. They need a savior. People this Christmas don't need more trimmings. They need truth. People this Christmas don't need more lights on the tree. They need the light of God on the inside of them. And we have the ability to pass that over. Imagine a life that you know right now that doesn't know God, finding God. Imagine if they took that gift and they unwrapped it this Christmas. Imagine what their rest of their year would look like ahead. 
Now they could pass on different meaning, different words, different truths. Church, it is on us as a responsibility to be those that live our lives like that parcel. You have passing power. <laughs>